Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Start it up! Let's go! Yes, sir! Let's go, RG! Let's level up! What is up, everybody? I'm level! <laughs> Welcome to the Winner's Lounge! <laughs> let's go! Let's go! I want as many level-headed takes on this let's show go, as possible. Let's go, dude! Let's Just level. kidding. I want all your hot takes. <laughs> let's go! We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We're here in the Winner's Lounge oh after God. the Nuggets take down the Cleveland Cavaliers. 121 108 on the second night of a back-to-back another home win a big scoring night against a great defense and we're gonna break it all down for you Ooh. let me introduce who i'm up here with i'm harrison Wynn. that man eric weedham you know him as d-line guys let's get level let's get level let's get level man. can we do this level I'm, with me i'm so ready just to level do with me just tonight. level with me guys uh the denver nuggets are back uh jamal murray's the best every nugget is good uh i'll save the rest of my hot take all right go ahead <laughs> also joined by superstar dev did we win money tonight dev we won money hell I went, yeah i was six of seven tonight hell yeah six only lost seven. was the under i've called an under in that game i thought that See, this was my mistake. I thought that the Cavaliers were going to play some defense. Oh. Everybody said, that's the number one defense. <laughs> I guess the Nuggets did not care. care. The Nuggets don't really care they were what so type of defense they're playing. Tonight. People were saying they were level. <laughs> they leveled up tonight, I think, in, in many aspects. And, and we will get into them for sure. Should we start with a quick recap, though? Oh, let's please, do it. Dude, make it very quick. Would I will please? make it quick so we can uh, get to your takes. Nicole Jokic started out this game aggressive. Uh, 11 first quarter points. We were all wondering pregame, how was he going to deal with all the length from Cleveland? Well, he just did whatever he wanted again. Um, Jamal Murray was staggering, staggering with the bench again tonight. If you remember last night, he was hot in that first quarter, so Mike Malone left him out there. He was back to his normal rotation tonight. He staggered with the bench, but then the bench came in and was just getting shredded defensively. Cavs were playing well in the first half. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. had a nice corner three off a beautiful Nikola Jokic skip pass uh, to end the second quarter. And then the Nuggets led 62-58 at the break. Third quarter is when this game got interesting. Pretty mild, tame first half. Third quarter got interesting. Nuggets came out and immediately got their lead up to 10 points. Nikola Jokic came out and hit back-to-back threes. Jamal had this great offensive rebound midair finish, which was an awesome play. Then Jamal hit a three. He was percolating a little bit, as Ooh. some say. 
Then Nicole Jokic hit another three, his third of the quarter. It really feels like he's just got some renewed confidence in that jumper. And then DeAndre Jordan came into the game. DJ, his clumsy ass. That's a, Ze- <laughs> that's a Blanco Chancher quote, not mine. He came in late in the third. Zeke Naji played the first half, kind of struggled with Cleveland's length on that second unit with Evan Mobley staggering. DeAndre Jordan came in, provided some nice rim protection, gave Denver a little boost. The Cavs also just couldn't make a free throw in this game. What, they finished 18 of 32 from the line. Denver dodged some bullets there. And then at the start of the fourth, a delay. Another delay. The rim was bent again. This delay was a little quicker. I'd say only six, seven, eight minutes, not the 30, 40 minute delay we had a couple nights ago, but they got that fixed. Um, DeAndre Jordan had a very (laughs) active stint in the second half tonight, got a flagrant foul, then came back with a block, then came back with a dunk. I thought it was good minutes overall. And the Nuggets just, they found a rhythm in the fourth quarter and pulled away. Bruce Brown hit a three MPJ got to line. And Denver cruised to a double-digit win, another double-digit win over a really good team. The Cavs have been one of the best teams all season in the Eastern Conference. Nuggets just got what felt like was a pretty relaxing, casual win tonight, guys. Let's go to big takeaways. Oh, start with it, uh, keep it level. Start with you, Dev. Keep I it mean, level for me. Yeah, yeah. We all, you know, we we got to come. Uh, and be leveled the entire time. Um, level-minded is what you know. My auntie used to always call me. Is that actually. right? Is that right? Um, yeah, bad and badass, but whatever. <laughs> um, I really think it's got to be uh, the big three right now for me. Um, okay. Just seeing right now, it might be a big four, but just seeing uh, the guys just come in and just fitting in seamlessly. Like uh, we we're getting to see Jamal Murray um, second night of a back-to-back for the first time um, this year. He's still staying aggressive. Jokic is taking the most shots. He's being aggressive the entire time. This is the number one defense, um, you know, in the NBA. And that was like a, a point of emphasis heading into the game. And he's just, he didn't care. He didn't see them. He went back into his uh, his usual bag. Aaron Gordon is still um, just working extremely hard, doing all of the, the perfect things, all of the right things. Um, and and it's, just, it's just great to see them all meshing at the exact same time. And that's how you go on these type of runs. That's how you reel off 10 straight home wins is guys just buying in. And it seems like Denver is bought in right now. Yeah. 10 straight home wins. They're 16 and three at home. It's the best home record in the NBA. Do you remember the three losses off the top of your head? Utah Jazz. First game of the season. No, at home. Three losses at home. Oh, was that on the road? Yeah, that was on the road. Oh, uh... Was it the Knicks? It was the Knicks. Was it the Pistons? It was the Pistons. And uh, who's the third? The uh, Dallas Mavericks. The Mavs, the Mavs. By one point. That's right. But two of those losses were just like ridiculous ones. Unbelievable. And that Mavs loss was by one point. They've been pretty much flawless at home this year. What's your big takeaway, Elon? Um, I would say that my big takeaway is that every nugget is good. Let's go. The, dude, the way the Nuggets are playing together right now, we were just talking about how there was that was like a largely unremarkable game yeah. in a lot of ways in that the Nuggets were just an unstoppable machine. Totally. Like, there wasn't one guy that was on fire the whole time. Jokic obviously gave us his very standard otherworldly stat line, which in the NBA is like not even counting for anything this year. But Jamal looked great. Michael Porter Jr. looked solid. KCP looked good. Uh, who didn't look good? Everybody looked good, and everyone played their role. Um, 
it was beautiful, man. Like it didn't require a Herculean effort from any one player. Bones Highland got hot. Like it was just like it's what it looks like when a teams just have they might have an answer for one part of what you do, but they don't have an answer for everything that you do. And the Nuggets have a super varied attack. They can beat you in different ways, and they do beat you in different ways. They just yeah. like a slow grind down. The game was close, back and forth, and then like as it went, it just like predictably like. I mean, you would watching that game, you'd be like, "Oh yeah." I mean, of course, uh, Cleveland lost there on the second night of a back to back. Yeah, but the Nuggets were on the second night of a back to back. They just yep. like wore the other team down. It was like everything that you want to see. It, it's yep. like it's so beautiful. I think my big takeaway is kind of along the same lines of both of your guys's, and the crux of it is, I just think it's really time to get excited about this team. Because they've come home during this oh, home heavy portion, way of the ahead of you, <laughs> and they've found themselves. I really feel like they've clicked. The defense has leveled up. The bench has gotten better. Jamal Murray is clearly almost—I'm not going to say it—but he's almost. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we can say it. he played back. in his first back-to-back of the season tonight, which I think was just a big step forward he for him. He played in his first back-to-back. Is yeah. he back? Back? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, let's check the bacometer. What does it say? Uh, What's it, it say today? Ah, he's back. He's he's back. back. Dude, we might need to. We talked. We might need to ceremoniously or ceremonially burn the bacometer, dude. I think he's just back now. Yeah, it might be broke. Actually, it doesn't move. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. It's just there. It's, yeah. just, it's always there. Yeah. But um, this team just is firing on all cylinders right now. They've got a great chemistry. They've got a great flow. Everybody knows their role at this point in the season. The offense is unbelievable. I don't think I've ever seen a team score as easily as the Nuggets have scored this season. Against great defenses, too. The Celtics were just in town. Put up a ton of points on them. The number one defense tonight, the Cavs, put up 120-plus. Against the Grizzlies a couple weeks ago, another big scoring night. They score so easily. The thing that they have in common, sorry to cut you off, the things that they have or just looking at those games that you just mentioned, it wasn't like a full, complete game. The the starters are blitzing teams. They're really just beating them to sleep, and it makes it very hard for teams to actually come back and, and try to find a rhythm or try to find any type of footing where they could get back in it. Even in this game, this was a game that there was like some players in in the minus, but the starters have put up such a big lead that you can afford to have you know these type of games where this, the bench doesn't have to be like amazing, and that's something that we talked about before this you know this run, before this stint. All they have to do is like be kind of close um, because the starters can yep. pull it off, and that's what we've been seeing is the starters have got it together where now the bench does not have to save them. Yeah. They just have to just play. They have to survive, and they've been doing that. They're winning games easily, yep. casually. Just Casual. These have been relaxing wins over some of the best teams in the NBA, and it feels like they're doing it so comfortably. It feels like, remember when the Nuggets got Aaron Gordon and just everything was so easy for that couple-week stretch before Jamal Murray tore his ACL. But it feels like that right now because everything is just clicking. Everything fits together so well. Everybody knows their role. And just these wins are just rolling. Like they're just racking up wins night after night against really good teams. And um, I can't remember ever feeling more confident just 
in the Nuggets entering a game. Are you smug? Especially at home. Easy. <laughs> Easy. You need to chill out. Easy. I just can't remember the last time I felt this confident about this team. It was probably when they traded for Aaron Gordon. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a classic era in Nuggets history that we'll never uh, mention. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, this was just a great win tonight. I mean, Cleveland's a good team, guys. Like, Cleveland is a very good team. I know they were missing Donovan Mitchell tonight, but they brought it. And the Nuggets were on the second night of a back-to-back, kind of. They didn't have to expend too much energy last night against the Clippers. But still, two nights in a row, Cleveland, you know, they hung with Denver for a lot of tonight's game. But, I mean, in the end, Denver's offense is just too good. And we've seen them step up defensively against really good teams. Um, Where do you guys feel like you are on the defense right now? Because this has been a theme in some of Denver's big wins as of late. Boston, Memphis, tonight, only 108 points to the Cavs. It's a great mark. Where are you at? Their defense is just like everything else. It's just like all coming together. The Nuggets are playing together like it it's to, to quote george carl there's a good sense of teamness happening right now the, mm. the nuggets are communicating the nuggets are relying on one another they are in the right places they are not just i mean the defense was like a little shaky early but then kcp you know is in passing lanes bones highland is making jamal murray if i'm not mistaken blocked uh he had two blocks tonight yeah, didn't he block um, Evan Mobley? I think he on might an have. attempted dunk. Yeah, like what are we talking about? Like, they held the Cavs to fifty points in the second half. It fifty was points, like that. That goes to tell you how good of a defense this was because this was a game that it looked like it was just going to be a track meet, but then they had to remember that they're not the track meet team anymore. This this would have got out of hand earlier in the year. Yeah, and they're not allowing these guys to go crazy, like t- like the opposing guy. They're not just going nuts and going for 40, going for 50. You're not going to see a, te- a player go for 70. I don't know who allowed Donovan Mitchell to do some <laughs> shit like that. But that's just like they're, they're taking pride in that defense. Darius Garland goes 8 for 20 um, in this game. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they didn't even want to play tonight because they like, they're just like, hey, that was just a tough game um, and things like that. Um, <laughs> it's just good to just see them lock in on that side of the floor. But then on the other end, score with so much ease where even if you do get, you know, on, on a run and things like that, you're still down 20. <laughs> That's just like the type of games that they're putting together. So it is great to just see them like be locked in on defense, because as Malone said, as everyone's been saying all along, once the defense goes, the offense is going to take care of itself. The and offense has taken care of itself so much, in fact, that I have some breaking news into the show. I'm ready. Some breaking news. Oh boy. I'm ready. The Denver Nuggets are now tied with the Boston Celtics for the number one offense in the NBA. Number one offense. Number one offense. Versus number one defense tonight. The, Who won that? The unstoppable force, dude. Who won that? The immovable object was moved. Yes. Oh, I and, um, I mean, Nicole Jokic did a lot of heavy lifting for the offense tonight. He was great. Casual 28 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists, <coughs> 10 of 17 from the floor. Three of four from three. He was the DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game. What stood out to you, Dev, about Jokic's night? Tonight? That he, he saw a twin tower lineup that they said can stop him or slow him down or make things hard, and nothing looked hard at all. 
they weren't ready for him. Nope. And he did it in every single way. Yep. Scored with ease. Um, back to the basket. Knocking down three-pointers. Like, he felt comfortable out there. Grabbing every single board that came his way. Um, dominant uh, when the ball was in his hand where he's finding open guys and things yeah. like that. Like, it's just great to see him in this bag where he, like, looks like he's taking it personal right now. Like, I love to see, like, that he is um, so confident and, and he was aggressive in this game. I feel like there was a point in the, in the match that him and Jared Allen started going at it and he's like, all right, let me show you. Let me show match. you who I am. Like, I think Jared Allen regrets European? that. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just show you who I on am. The, was so, it out on the pitch? So it's been it's been great to just see him just show that he is the most dominant player in in the world and he could do it in every in every single way. 10th triple double on the year. Love it. Stupid. Love yeah. it. That's the wild thing is that up against the twin towers he got what 16 rebounds? 15 Shouldn't, rebounds. 15 re- I mean, four offensive, have, 11 defensive. Shouldn't that have been like the thing that suffered the most when there were two big bodies he well, was fighting against? That was a big storyline tonight. The Nuggets out rebounded the Cavs 49 to 40. Aaron Gordon had 10 rebounds. Michael Porter Jr. had eight. He was big on the glass. Bruce Brown had five. So, yeah, that was the storyline coming in, and they, they dominated the glass. Unbelievable. Yeah, it just this is, like, such an encouraging win. I mean, I wish that Donovan Mitchell had played. The Nuggets still would have won unless, <laughs> unless Donovan Mitchell would have added 70 points. I love the points. confidence. I mean, why wouldn't he? Like, I mean. Well, we have better defenders than Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. That's what I'm saying, man. Listen, like, I, I just... I don't know how you beat a team that is in as in sync as the Nuggets are. And currently. as confident. Like, you can tell they're so confident right now. Yes. Because they know they can score every time down. Probably with a dunk or a layup. Or at a wide open three. And then defensively, we killed them early in the season defensively. I think rightfully so because, God, they were embarrassing on that end. They just could not give a shit. But if you really asked the players in that locker room... Everyone told you, like, yeah, we'll get it together when we need to. Right. And look, I doubted that for a little bit, but you got to give credit to them. They absolutely have. And especially against the best competition they played this year, they've brought it defensively. So. I know. You see, like, I, I feel like when I talk about my supreme confidence in the Nuggets, like people just think that I'm a, a, an idiot and a homer. But in which is like it's, yeah. I mean it's true I I, 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 I get that but yeah, those, I, those uh, things are true most people but um like this team they just have it man like I don't get hyped about any other of our any other teams in Denver like I will flame the Broncos sure I will destroy the Avalanche yep I will not obliterate even the and bury the Rockies <laughs> the Nuggets are special the Nuggets are built in such a way that makes sense. They have the best player in the world. They have a flamethrower in Jamal Murray. They have a microwave scorer in Bones Highland. They have elite defenders. They have a beast inside with Aaron Gordon. They have absolutely everything that you need. And they also have um, DeAndre Jordan. It's they, but they've got they have it all, man. Hey, we'll get to him. I'm going (laughs) to shout him out tonight. All right, but the point being, like. Like I, like I'm not, like I'm not just pumping up this squad. Like I, no. I really, really believe in what the Nuggets have put together, and I have for years. Like watched this thing build for years and years and years. We've been in purgatory. Obviously, we're not. Nothing's done, but like the construction of this squad makes sense. It really, in my, in my eyes, it now it just comes down to luck and staying healthy, and like 
That's all you can ask for. The Nuggets absolutely have a puncher's chance to be the best team in the NBA. Yeah. Do you share this confidence, Dev? I'm not quite there. You're yet. heating up. But I'm definitely You're not out of up. control. <laughs> um, not out of control. I think I'm officially out of quite control. Yet. <laughs> I think quite with yet. that with that rant, with that you might have veered into out of control. Whatever. I'm doing I'm <laughs> quite yet. But like really though, he does, he brings up very like good points. When they're healthy, it's hard to not be out of control on this team because we've seen them put together so many good, you know, wins um, together. Um, mm -hmm. They're trying to put it, like, get together on the defensive end, and um, the bench is also starting to find its own. So they're not quite there of putting it all together where every single game looks good, but there's games that against the Cavs, against the Clippers, against Memphis, um, against Boston, you're like, this is, this is a for real team. This is the number one team um, out West. This is the number one team in, oh, in the power rankings right um, as well. And that's for a reason. So this is a place that we have not been um, since Aaron Gordon just got picked up. And we didn't get to see it long enough. So no. we didn't get to, to, to ride that close to the sun. But now <laughs> that we're here, now that we're Don't here. Don't you dare, man. We, uh, did, we took a rocket ship in the sun. We burned. We fell. But I'm just saying. It feels good. It, and I think it's just a new feeling for, for Nuggets fans everywhere. Yeah. Um, that is hard to not go all the way up. But I, I think there's that caution. Because you just you don't know we've how just to never, feel. Yeah, we've you don't never know how seen to feel it. here. We've never this is yeah, this is uncharted territory, but like listen man, why not us? Why mm -hmm. not us? Why not us? Why what not what us? also makes you feel good about this moment right now with where this team is at right now, the number one offense in the league, a defense that is performing to the level we thought it would, kind of the bench shaping up how it has. This is what we envisioned the Nuggets would look like this season yes. when we were talking about them yes. in training camp, doing those preview videos. Like, this is exactly what we thought yes. this team would look like. And so that's, I think, another thing that's just increasing our confidence Dude. in this team because this is what they were supposed to look like the whole time. Dude, did you, I mean, did you look at the, the scoring on the, for the starters? Yeah. 12 points, 16 points, 28, 18, 14. It's like yeah. balance with one spike in the middle. <laughs> I mean that again. That's how we thought it would look. It's Unreal. it's really awesome. Um, let's hit a break. On the other side, a lot more to get to. Jamal Murray, a really interesting night from him that I want to talk about. Some interesting developments off the bench as well uh, that we have to get into uh, too. It's open enrollment time for individual health plans now through January fifteenth. Guys, get on this. Only about a week, a little more than a week left to. Uh, get signed up denver health medical plan they offer the elevate exchange plan which is available on the connect for health marketplace great benefits affordable plan choices you can call them directly 303-602-4912 sign up online at denverhealthmedicalplan.org if you are an individual or a family looking for cost-effective quality health insurance maybe you're self-employed maybe you don't get it from your employer uh, check out Denver Health Medical. Give them a call, 303-602-4912. Go online, denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Uh, also, Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. It's still Broncos season, so make sure you're drinking that Broncos country uh, hazy IPA. Um, Breck Brew, if you don't know where to get it, check out the Breck Brew beer locator. Yo. That'll tell you where to get Breck Brew. And they also just dropped... Announced today. Today. We've been hinting at this, alluding to it. The Mile High City Golden Ale. 
Look at that from Breck Brew. Look at that work of goddamn art. It's a beautiful looking look at can. Those. That is a nice box. There's gonna be uh, rooms all over with just the, the box. Hey, if I was in college, I would definitely for sure buy that and put it on my wall. The cans we've we saw we've known about this for a long time. We saw the cans in person. It was like yeah, like we, we were just like what we just had to look at each other for it's a while. It's a great looking can. It's a great looking can. <laughs> um. This thing just dropped, and we're make the, we are going to have a party that we're announcing on Monday. There's going to be details. We have another thing coming that I have been also alluding to on the 13th, dropping in along with it. You'll see on Monday. You'll see. Pay attention. Mm, pay bit, attention. Pay attention. Uh, it's going to be big. Also, um, we still have some tickets remaining for... The party bus Sunday. I'm being told we have ten tickets left. Uh, so if you want to come with us to the takeover uh, on Sunday, it's in two days or no, that's in two weeks. Uh, you can still get tickets for that. Uh, go on to the DMVR locker if you want more more info. If you want to hang out with us at the game, it's a great time. Nuggets are undefeated in DNVR takeovers this season. Dude, they're uh, the takeovers. So I can are I can guarantee a win right now. Yeah, actually. man. If you want, like, if you want a, a an injection of vibes that you didn't realize was missing from your standard Nuggets game experience, if like if going to a Nuggets game is already a nine, yeah, I don't even know what this goes to. Uh, the, the limit does not exist. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nuggets are playing the magic for that takeover. It's on January fifteenth. Uh, but you got to get your tickets like right now. So uh, pick those up if you want them. All right. We are back here on the DMVR, DMVR Nuggets Winner's Lounge presented by <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DMVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I want to talk about Jamal Murray's night, guys, because Please. this was a big storyline coming into this game. Jamal Murray has not played on back-to-backs all season. He's either rested the front end or the back end. He played tonight in his first back-to-back of the season. A big reason why was he only had to play 21 minutes last night against the Clippers. But he plays 32 minutes tonight. Mm. 18 points, 7 to 13 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, plus 7. He played with the starters and his normal rotation with the bench. I thought he looked pretty good, all things considered, on the second night of a back-to-back. What do you think, Doug? I think he looked uh, really good. If you think about it, um, second nights of back-to-backs, a lot of players like working themselves back from injury. They try to limit their minutes and just treat it like as if it's like a new injury and things like that. He came straight into this game. He played 32 minutes. He looked like his regular self. Um, granted, they didn't play a lot yesterday, but it's two days in a row where he has to go, you know, uh, full throttle. He's out there like truly competing. I um, mean, we've seen him step up on offense and defense in this game. The thing that like has been like. I think I haven't paid as much attention. Jamal is great at guarding bigger guys. Like, yeah. he could switch out onto a big and hold his own, um, and we've seen that in his game. i also seen uh, Jamal be able to um, shoot 13 shots in the game, and none of them looked selfish. It, like, he's still playing within the flow of the offense. Assists weren't up, but it's because they made sure to get Jokic the ball. So I'm loving the fact that they're getting the ball to their best player, letting him be the one that creates – um, and Jamal like uh, gets in where he fits in. He takes his shots with the second unit. Um, he ro- he runs that uh, pick and roll um, really well. Uh, I think it was great to see Jamal competing, a sec- especially on the second night of a back-to-back. 
and yeah. the team kind of rallied uh, around that. Yeah, man, it was beautiful. It was beautiful to see this. Jamal has been up and down all season long. This, I mean, frankly, this has been the story of Jamal's career, is that early season he's always looked a little shaky, and then as he starts to play himself into shake, shape, he gets stronger and stronger, and then come playoff time, like, he's a, a, a killer. And, um, you know, we had been watching, you know, on some nights he looks dominant, on other nights he looks mm -hmm. tired and injured. Um, tonight he looked steady. Tonight yeah. he looked strong. Tonight he looked fast and he looked uh like he was you know his play wasn't dictated by his body his play was dictated by his mind which is like exactly the place you want to go to like he could just count on his body again um and like you said like the most encouraging part is that this is a game where uh he was facing an a not normal physical uh you know barrier right. in that he's playing on a second night of a back-to-back -back, which even the most in shape nba athletes will tire during that. yeah i mean luckily he didn't play a lot last night and they didn't travel all the same like he's coming from a different place and it just like like you just saw you just see it with him like if jamal plays with that level of confidence like the nug that's that is what takes the nuggets to that next level where we're starting to make like ridiculous claims about them and believe it yeah, for sure. No, I, I love that. I felt like he just played in control for this entire game. And it was the right amount of distribution between him running the offense and Nikola Jokic running the offense. Yes. Because sometimes, we've, we've even seen that this, this season, and I've talked about it a lot, but there's just too much Jamal Murray. The offense is too centered around yep. Jamal Murray. Tonight, I mean, the offense was pretty much entirely centered around Jokic. And I feel like Jamal really benefited from that. He just played in control, didn't try to do anything too crazy. And he even had a couple of his like patented, uh, you know, step backs right. and like pivot, pivot, fadeaway that he got to go, which I still don't know how he hits. And the, the greatest thing is that those fadeaways like require a stronger shot, and he's been short on them. Yeah. So it's like his legs are getting there. Yeah. And something else that was definitely apparent in the Clippers game. And I think was even apparent tonight, Jamal's defense, I think, has been a little underrated this season. Against the Clippers, he was deeing up Kawhi Leonard in the post. He was not letting him get, you know, close to the basket when he was backing him down, trying to go for those fadeaways. He was guarding, you know, his matchup, but also going up to guard bigger guys. And I just feel like over the course of this season, you've seen that some of the strength he was able to put on when he was rehabbing. Because, you know, when you're rehabbing from an ACL, something you can do is, like, lift weights and get your upper body stronger. Right. I feel like we're seeing that defensively where he's taking on some bigger matchups and holding his own. Yeah, I'm not going to say that he's a 1,000% back, but I think he's 999% back. <laughs> okay. And the reason that I say okay. that is because you're starting to see all of uh, those things. The defense. Um, we saw him go through the lane and have a crazy, you know, dunk. Yep. Um, we're starting to see him create some separation. I think that was the biggest like key for me was if he was able to separate him from himself. He's not having to rely on just uh, footwork right now mm -hmm. because he's able to actually move around. He's able to actually get his legs up under him, and then we're starting to see those step backs and things like that. So I, I do think that he is trending in that direction of, like, is he almost completely himself? Uh, we just seen him play on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. That was, I feel like, 
uh, a key point into his recovery of just saying, hey, this is who I am. Um, I'm back to being the guy that I once was. And now we just got to see him continue to do that. Luckily for the schedule, we're going to be able to continue to see these back-to-backs. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we love back-to-backs on this show. <laughs> yeah. And then you just go down the rest of the starting lineup. Aaron Gordon, 12 points, 10 rebounds. Michael Porter Jr., 16 points, 8 rebounds, hit three threes. KCP, 14 points, two threes. When you have Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic as you know your top two scorers, Nicole Jokic, 27, 28 points, whatever he averages, Jamal around that 20 mark. You don't need anything crazy from your other starters. No. Those guys just need to do their job, play their role. And you were talking about that at the start of the show, but I feel like that was something they all did tonight. Yes. Those three other starters, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, KCP, they played their role. They just stuck to their strengths. They didn't color outside the lines. They just did what they needed to do. And in the end, you had five Nugget starters and double figures, and it was just a great balance tonight in that starting lineup. So unbelievable! It was, it was great. No, dude, this the season of Nug hype is upon us. <laughs> Let it wash over you. Uh, I do want to touch on a couple guys from the bench. All right. One of those guys is DeAndre Jordan. Let's go. Let's do it. DeAndre Jordan only played six minutes tonight. He was a minus one. He did have two blocks, though. Uh, two those, points. Those are big plays in the game, too. That's true. It's and actually true. I got to give DeAndre Jordan a shout-out. I got to give him props Do because I've, I've hated on him all season. I still don't <laughs> think he's good. But tonight, <laughs> this clumsy ass. he gave the Nuggets what they needed because that Cavs second unit, they staggered Evan Mobley with that group. They hurt the Nuggets bench with that length, and it was just too much for Zeke Naji to handle in his first half minutes. Mike Malone made the change. He went to DeAndre Jordan in the second half. It proved to be the right move. DeAndre Jordan was impactful in those minutes. He gave the Nuggets a jolt for sure. It's true. Even though he was a minus one, you felt like those were good minutes. And so I got to give credit to him. He, he came in, did his job, protected the rim, blocked a couple shots, and just was effective. So I, I thought it was a positive. Yeah, he had the two blocks in the game that like was him like truly protecting the rim um, where guys are like, okay, we can't just go in there and get what we want. And I think that that's been um, something that Denver has just really struggled with as of late, but we're starting to see um, them actually starting to put it on. So it was, it was great to see that. But he also altered a couple of more shot, you know, yep. shots. He also had his, his fouls are hard fouls right now. Yo. Those are hard <laughs> fouls where you have to think twice. Either it's going to get blocked or I'm going to get fucked up trying to go to the rim. Good. That's right great. He's I love making that. people really second guess no, if, for if, real. it's, if it's easy in there. He, it's not sweet when he's out there right now. <laughs> the bad boy that, nuggets. I think that that's great. Really, I do think easy. that is great because it's making them a little bit tougher. Um, it's making defenses have to think. have to think. And also, he's buying time for Jokic to be on the bench. Um, right now, I feel like in this game, I think it was a DeAndre Jordan type of game. They did give Zeke uh, a try in this game. He did really nothing. Yeah, he it couldn't. was cardio. Yep. But he also he bought a little bit more time. On so line. when you when you have guys that can just you know give Jokic a little bit of minutes on the bench and then come in and there's not a deficit, I think that that goes a long way. So I do think you have to tip your hat for um, DeAndre. In you this do. Game. You got him. I know. I love to. I love to make fun of DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, his clumsy <laughs> ass. Yeah. 
That's my, that's my whole statement. No, he was good. No, he was, he was good, man. It's true. Like, he altered shots. He was, he was like that guy that brings the, you know, the uh, defensive presence in at the rim, which the Nuggets, like, don't have otherwise. So, you know, here's to you, DeAndre Jordan. I tip my hat to your clumsy ass. <laughs> Bruce Brown was also great off the bench. He was a plus 10 tonight, Bruce Brown. And he played a lot, 28 minutes. His insane year from three-point range continues. He's at 40% from three this year. He's already taken a career high in threes. He was three of five from three tonight. Just three beautiful-looking three-point shots. Bruce Brown just has, like, this awesome-looking shot, man. I was saying, like, I feel like I've never seen him miss a three-point shot. (laughs) Like, every time he shoots it, I'm like... He misses six out of every ten, but... (laughs) Fair enough. I I just don't watch them. I keep my eyes closed during those times. No, it's like, he is, like, a way more reliable three-point shooter than I ever expected. Absolutely. When he's open, I'm like, count it. Yak yak. Yeah. <laughs> He's also taken like contested shots too. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. At the beginning of the year, he was only taking wide open. Yeah, and not right now. Like his confidence is all the way up. But the thing that I'm loving about Bruce is like it's an inside out attack. It's not like he's just settling for just only three pointers. Yep. He's getting to the realm. He's getting these crazy dunks. He's he's slashing a lot. Yoke makes sure to find him um, on a lot of those. And it doesn't get sticky when when Bruce Brown gets the ball. There's times that I felt like in the past that he was just like trying to take tough shots and try to prove himself. Right now, he's still making the extra pass. Mm-hmm. He's still rotating the ball. Um, six assists in this game. And that's yep. also while taking like 10 shots as a bench guy. So that's a he's big just, stat line He's for just Bruce. finding He's finding himself. He's finding his role, and he's comfortable in it right now. And I, I like that he's settling into that yeah, um, while also being a, a defender that's going to make it tough. Beautiful. Yeah. And then the other guy off the bench to bring up is Bones Highland. 17 minutes for Bones. He had a couple threes, 13 points, two assists, three turnovers. I don't think this was as good of a game from him as he's played against the Clippers, against the Timberwolves, against the Celtics, when I thought he played like three great games in a row. But this was still solid. I I feel like he did enough for that second unit tonight to kind of steer that ship. Yeah, with this one, I feel like the the box score, um, the plus minus doesn't tell like his impact in the game. I do think that he was good with that second unit because he was he was getting to his spots. Um, he was able to shoot the ball like it was great when he knocked down his threes. Like that was a happy moment. Are we and, talking and about the bones? Bo- I missed yeah, the bones. intro. Okay, yeah, it, yeah, it was a happy moment in the bar. Um, also, I, I like he's he's just he's fun. He truly Dude. is fun the entire time. But I do think that there was something that happened in the game with, between him and Malone, which is, I think, good in a way. Um, where I'm going to find call that out, video and send You could it call account. out your guy um, and, and say something. I, I, I feel like there was, like, words that were exchanged. But, like, the, the altitude broadcast, like, went away quick. But, he, I mean, if you look at the stats, he kind of was benched, you know, in a way, only 16 minutes. Um, it was a close game, but not that close. Uh, but I do think it was great for him to have his highs, but also have his lows um, and get called out for it. So I think that that will try to get him back on, on the right foot. Um, you want him to just continue to score. And I think that you're going to have those type of games with him. Dude, he had like three possessions in a row where he drove to the rim, made tough finishes. And that was like about the the, the game was like really close. I mean, it was the um, the Cavaliers were within striking distance. The mm-hmm. Nuggets couldn't quite pull away. And I feel like that was the moment where it really, it flipped. 
Like, I feel like Bones had a, a big hand in, like, turning this from a, like, okay, Cavs feel like they, you know, if they stay close, they can finally, you know, make a push at the end to, like, all right, whatever. Like, the, on to the next game. Like, yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't really feel like Bones' impact when he starts to cook can be, like, it just can't be understated, man. There's, like, just that demoralization. I, totally. I say this all the time. Like, there's something about, like, a guy that, that it looks like that, that's small, that doesn't necessarily, if you didn't know any better, doesn't look like he belongs on the floor physically with the other players, but then can just, like, break you down. It can just, like, then can step back from 40 feet away and just drain it. And you're mm -hmm. like, man, God damn it. Like, <laughs> and that was a pivotal part of the game because... That was the bench unit for Denver, but the starters were out there for the Cavs, or at least a couple of them, because he was going after Evan Mobley. I felt like he just kept on getting put on Bones Island, and he was just cooking <laughs> Island, every baby. like every single time. Um, had to had the threes, had to uh, get into the rim and, and blow by finish, um, and and he's just tough. And, and that was after having a slow start to the game. Yeah. yeah, he was able to bounce back. He was able to try to you know. Um, get himself going and that's when I feel like him and Malone had that because he did get subbed and then also it's like okay well look I'm the coach we're winning you need to get it together so, so we got we here we good and low so that's so uh, you know, when, I when can't really tell much well it just there. sounds like it sounds like he was frustrated because he took him out when he was hot he didn't want to come said. out of the game and Malone went over and said something to him I'm sure Brendan Vote, who's at the arena will give us a full report on that Full report on that. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hit another break. On the other side, we will get to Brendan Vogt, who I believe is waiting for Nikola Jokic to come to the microphone. Um, I don't know what else we'll get into. We'll who see. Knows? We'll get into Super Chats, too. Who knows what kind of mischief we'll get into. Uh, guys, DraftKings Sportsbook, of course, the presenting sponsor of this show. This time of year, I'm throwing down on NBA action. Oh, hell yeah. And when I throw down on NBA action, it's got to be with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Right now, everybody can also combine multiple bets for an even bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. They've got the stepped-up same-game parlay sometimes as well. The more legs you add, the more money you make. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. Sign up with code DNVR. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, if you need tickets to sporting events, concerts, shows, whatever... The Game Time app is your go-to. Use our link in the, in the description, in the YouTube description, in the podcast description. They've got these great last-minute price drops. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing app out there. So if you need tickets to Nuggets games, Avs games, concerts, shows, whatever you're doing, check out the Game Time app. Most importantly, use our link in the description. If you're using game time, let's go. Also, got throwing a DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Pick Jokic threes. Get two more, of dude. those in here this week. Jokic we don't have the line though. The we, yeah, we don't have the specific line. Doesn't matter. For next Take game. whatever it is. <laughs> Who did Nuggets even play next? The Lakers. Yes. Lakers. Lakers on Sunday. <sighs> I I'm with you. I'm. I'll take Jokic threes. I'll just take the over on Jokic threes. DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. 
because I feel like he's got a little renewed confidence oh, in his three-point shot right now. Confidence. Those three that he hit to open the third quarter tonight. Back to back like the MVPs, baby. Man, he was taking those with confidence. With confidence. All right. Uh, we are back here on the DNVR Nuggets post-game winner's lounge presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. One more note here before we get to Super Chats. We got another CNP tonight. <laughs> We've officially referred to this. This is now officially known as the CNP. Christian no play. Yes. <laughs> Christian no play tonight. A CNP for Christian Brown. Still trying to find 10 minutes. Just, where, where are just they? have not been able to locate the minutes yet. But we will keep searching. I'm not going to complain too much about it tonight. They played great defense. They did, man. We, they know, got we, the win. We actually have to talk about the real story of the night. We need to talk about Rimgate. This is oh, ridiculous. Man. Rimgate. What is going on <laughs> at I, Ball Arena? I sent you a tweet. You got to bring this up. Everybody's what is going on? Everybody wants to know, and it's like what... They wanted to know about Tom Brady for a long time. <laughs> Are they cheating? Are they cheating? <laughs> Are they cheating at this point? Uh, look at Alec Gwid, the greatest tweet. Uh, he came from, it says, uh, uh, sir, a second rim. Bent at Ball Arena. A second rim has, has bent broken inside Ball Arena. Or is broken inside oh, Ball Arena. That is so good. Shouts, shouts Alec. Shouts uh, Nuggets uh, Reddit. Good so stuff. So I, I had seen this happen Actually, I don't even know if it was the exact thing, but I, years and years ago, something was wrong with the basket, and I saw them actually wheel out a, another basket. There's a spare basket at Ball Arena in the tunnel. I saw them wheel it out and replace a basket once. This was years and years ago, like three, four years ago, I want to say. Other than that, I don't think I've ever seen this happen, and it's happened twice within the last couple games. Bro, what is happening? What is happening with the rims and ball <laughs> arena? What is happening? I'm confused, man. I think I, it's actually crazy that it keeps happening. Um, this one, and, and like, I'm starting to wonder if it's just always been bent. First and we off, haven't known about. First it. off, that was the same rim, right? Yes, that was the same bat. Before that was the game, are they like, are they checking? I want to know if there was like, no, we we leveled it. So now I'll, we're I'll just say gonna... this: I don't think this is the case, but. During the pregame introductions, DeAndre Jordan oh hangs on that rim for like 20 seconds. I feel like everybody hangs on the rim. Too. Everybody like, does. Jamal start, that's what, like, part of his. Jamal actual, does it too at the beginning yeah, of the game. He just hangs but on the rim. I'm telling you, if you're at a game, watch DeAndre Jordan. He's like violently herking and jerking the rim around <laughs> during like pregame intros. The, because Again, I don't think that's doing anything. That's That's just an observation. Yes, but that's there's you're supposed to be able to do that you exactly. Know? That a dunking a basketball, you're doing that. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> well, we'll get to the bottom of this. You, you don't worry about it. We will get to the bottom. And of I this. also want to use this opportunity to extend an invitation to the brave workers of Ball Arena who have been under immense pressure. Yo, can and you have fixed this rim twice now in front of 20,000 people? I'm just thinking about like. If I was on the ladder in front of the rim, what would Giannis do to me? Oh I might my. just... <laughs> I might quit my job then and there if that, if that was me. Yo, the wildest part about that was when they 
zoomed in on the guy when he first put oh, the level worse. on the top of the backboard and it was just moving back yeah. and forth the whole time. We I were was like, like, this is never going to get fixed. We were like, is this thing on a boat? <laughs> is, it, is, the, is the rim literally just shaking back and forth the entire time? Yeah. So many uh, But I do want to extend an invitation. If those guys listen to the podcast, we oh, want you to come do. on the show They're and talk about right it. They're watching right now. Come through. <laughs> uh, because I would uh, love to ask you questions about that. Should we get to some Super Chats? Super Chat. Let's hit some Super Chats here. See what the people got to say after this one. Dude, Gordon's back, dude. Gordon's As in, uh, I'm referring to Gordon specifically. <laughs> what does he have to say after this one? Uh, Gordon Glazer, ladies and gentlemen, your Denver Nuggets are the scariest, most dominating team in the NBA. Woo! Bask in the joy that is the age of the Nuggets. Mm. Uh, bask in it. No one talked to me. I'm basking. Just sitting here basking. Dude, what that's are you why it's today? called bask it Basking. <laughs> that's the worst joke I've ever made. And I don't care, dude. <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible. That was awful. Yeah, yeah terrible. I've never heard worse. <laughs> All right. What else do we have? Uh, from Snelson. Super sticker. Every nugget being good. <laughs> every single one of them. Yeah, except Zeke Nadia tonight. He was not, not very good. Uh, Donnie, this is what happens when all the players consistently play and are healthy. That's a good point, actually. Dude, it's like the... Yeah. This is the point we've been trying to say for two years. We're like, yes. yo, we're in purgatory, but purgatory also implies heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've been in hell. This is what it looks purgatory, like when we have our full roster heaven. of available yes. players. This is the vision. Uh, I, didn't choose the look, I didn't choose the nug oh, life. Yeah. Nug life chose me. Is Rimgate something to be concerned about? Uh, it's a valid question. Like only if you're on the uh, maintenance staff oh, <laughs> for job asking. security. I would say this is something they should probably get fixed before the playoffs. Like, Somebody's that would be a good idea. So they're going to make it seem like it's like a, another advantage that Denver is having. Yeah, and there's going to be some player that comes in here and makes an uh, even bigger deal about hmm. it. Probably like I don't know, but something Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving oh, would be Ky somebody, somebody that Kyrie, Kyrie Irving oh, would God. make an Instagram. Somebody post that LeBron. shoots. Yeah. Oh, they, everybody's fired. It's gonna be somebody that shoots twenty plus uh, free throws a game. Yeah, uh, just get that fixed before the playoffs. I, that'd be my advice. Justin McConnell. Uh, Cyrillic, let's. Does oh, that mean? Uh, I bet it's. I bet it's Merry Christmas. I bet it means Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Dev. <laughs> Is that what know. it means? <laughs> I'm sure that's what that means. Uh, if that means Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Um, <coughs> we didn't even talk about that, but of course, just another dominant Nicole Jokic night on Serbian on, Orthodox Christmas. Orthodox Christmas Eve. Yeah. Benjamin Heyman, imagine this team when MPJ is at potential. I can't. I won't allow myself. I, mean, I can't. He's trying to see perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what are you I don't. For I don't know if that'd be safe for us on this <laughs> what show. What are we asking for? I might be not be careful safe. Careful what you ask for. <laughs> uh, Darth Vader six fifty eight. Do you think we will make a trade at the deadline? Uh, yes. I predict at least one trade. Okay. Don't ask me for who because I don't know. <laughs> Danny K. Super sticker chicken nugget with number 50 jersey dunking on nerds wall heading towards Salt Lake City. Oh, man. Let's get Aaron Gordon to Salt Lake City. Dude, nothing tickles me more than Would Aaron Gordon turn down an all-star invitation because of the local laws in Utah? Oh, man. Would Aaron? What if Aaron Gordon I'm, got to I'm the all-star totally game kidding. and then was arrested? 
We just didn't have it for the rest of the season. I regret that comment. We all worked so hard to get him to the All-Star game, and then he's imprisoned. Jeez. be terrible. I'd never forgive myself. Logan, what team would you want to avoid in the playoffs and why? Good question. We're fine in the I mean, East. Hey, we're we fine out west. We're fine in the West. <laughs> we're fine in the NBA. I mean, it's the Warriors for me. Of that's, course. That's really the only it's team that right now I'm scared of in any way. You know what? It, I mean, it's it's cra- that's true. That's absolutely true. I mean, like we just played Memphis. Granted, they didn't have Bane, but like they, there was nothing scary about them when we played them. Yeah, Memphis just also doesn't have the playoff experience to scare me. No, but it is. It's Golden State. Golden State's another sleeping giant, just like they were last year. They're obviously without Steph Curry, and they're you know, so they're they're just they haven't been able to put it together fully. Ever since yeah. uh, Draymond Green punched the life from Jordan Poole, like it's been a little rough for them. But I mean, they obviously have the pieces that you can't sleep on until they extinguish themselves. So yes, it's the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Shane McAllister, praise to Dev for betting Bingo. tips. There you go. <laughs> Tune into the pregame show, guys. Not as many people turn to the pregame show, understandably, but the pregame show is where we win money. Yeah, dude. Yeah, today was because a good of one. Dev. Today was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to make can, up can you uh, leave that up? Okay. Also, Murray's defense has been stellar the last so few true. games. He might actually be back. My guys, my I guys mean, seem to become. He might actually be back. Who knows? Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? From Gene. Just want to reiterate from the chat. Don't use the freaking S word. I didn't. I didn't. What did you say? I just asked if you you personally were feeling smug. I didn't. That's using it. No. There's no. 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 Any variation of the S word, I don't think we can use. That's not true. Okay. Well, the chat disagrees. Well, I mean, I know that. Let's just say I don't have a lot of allies in the chat. Just generally speaking. What's the matter? Our homie, what's Smata? Feed Chanchar every nugget is gold, says Smitty in the mine. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Every nugget is gold. That should be the unofficial tagline of Breck Brew's new Dude, beer. every nugget is gold is great. I just did Breck's work for them. I love it. Uh, Tyrell, will there be another <coughs> takeover after the 15th this year? My birthday is on the 17th, and my wife is trying to bring me out later this season. Great question. Great wife. Um, well, there we, are. We will definitely do more. So we we do have like the. There's the one against Atlanta is when. So we have January 15th against the Magic. We have February 4th against the Hawks. February 4th against that's the Hawks. That's the next one that's announced. And then. Oh, it's already for sale. Tyrell, I'll see you that's February 4th. announced and for sale. Yes. February 4th. February 4th. February 4th. That's the Hawks. That is also for would sale. be the best if she got that for you. Oh. Yeah. Can you can all go goat. yell at Trey Young. <laughs> yeah. Get a haircut. <laughs> uh, didn't choose Nug Life. Nug Life chose me. Chimes in again. Is that a level on the DNVR centerpiece? Yes, it is. I mean, we just have to make sure everything's yeah. level. We're all leveled here. We're yeah. all leveled. Dude, we want to make, sure make sure there's no complaints really. about this show. We need to make sure that everything is exactly as <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be. And we <laughs> I don't need anybody do. protesting the results of this show. Let's go. Every nugget is good. Even DJ, another bad win down. Only 24 <laughs> more bad wins till 50 bad wins in the Midder West. The Midder West. Joker, Joker plus Blue Air plus MPJ plus the Silver, Silver Surfer, Surfer plus, plus Pickaxe equals uh, win. Who is Pickaxe? Dig. 
It's a like sh- down. It's like a down arrow and then a hole. Oh, <laughs> it looked like a pickaxe from Bruce, here. Is this Bruce Brown? Down arrow da- hole. Down brown. <laughs> down Hold hole. on, we have to figure out who this is. <laughs> down. Brown town. Brown town. <laughs> down to brown town. <laughs> Help us out. What does this mean? (laughs) I don't know. Help us out. (laughs) All right, let's keep moving on Super Chats. This is from Logan. What other player could win MVP other than Yoke? Luca. Luca. Definitely. Um, Kevin Durant. If the Nets just keep this up, Giannis could win it still. I don't know if Tatum can win it anymore. I think he's kind of done. He did it. Early season, flash in the pan. It's, he's already fallen off of uh, like he's fallen. Been there, done that. We've seen. This I before. think Embiid still has an outside shot. Yes, he at does. It. He does. Uh, but yeah, those are the guys. I think. I don't think anybody from the West, other than um, Jokic and Luca, though. Terrence, people think of Jokic as a prototypical modern big, but he's a throwback in many ways, especially in the post. He's Shaq in the post. He's unguardable. He's too strong and too big for everybody. I agree with that. He is like that classic back-to-the-basket big one he wants to be. It's unbelievable. Uh, Mike Wilson. What's up, Mike? (laughs) What up, Mike? At Eric. He's adding you. I know. These are dogs? These are chihuahuas? Maybe it's it's your x-rays came in. (laughs) Are these chihuahuas? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have that dog in you? I I don't think. See, that would imply that that was some kind of. Uh, compliment, which I don't receive on this show, so that not can't, usually that no. can't yeah. be what that means. Yeah, get that off of here. <laughs> you get some ideas. Finally, Leonard P. You gotta love when the top human has all of his weapons at his disposal. Nuggets have won twelve of fifteen. Nug hype is real. That's another thing you sense from these games. Nikola Jokic just seems so at peace with the roster and how the Nuggets are playing. He loves how the Nuggets are playing right now. He especially loves games like the Clippers when he barely has to shoot. Or in games like earlier this season when he can go 13, 13, and 13. But I just feel like he loves the way the Nuggets are playing right now. And What's he's, not to love? He's happy. He's he's at peace with it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, are we still waiting for Brendan Vogt? Jesus. What is he doing? Nicole Jokic pissing me off. Taking a while putting a suit on tonight. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, let's go around the association. Yeah, I was dude. just going to say we can go around let's go the association. ATA, dude. ATA, baby. There's a couple of juicy ATAs in there. Let's see. Let's see. Let's start uh, in this game that was just wrapping up here. The Phoenix Suns lost again tonight, guys. Bro, they the are Phoenix the Suns lost 104 96 the to the Miami setting, Heat. Dude. The Suns are. 20 and 20. I think they're a 500 team. I love it. My God. They've lost at least five in a row. They've lost one, two, three, four, five in a row, but they've lost eight of their last nine. Jesus. They're in a really bad place. Yes, they are. If only they had Devin Booker. Oh, we got clarification. What did Mike say? Another super chat here. Oh, means jinx with the five word. 
I, to be honest, word, I thought sorry. I just thought he was calling me a Can't pussy. Read from to back be honest, <laughs> <laughs> what did I do wrong, Mike? Why? Why I'm, am I being brought into this? Kale's being blamed for something. Because you're closer to the screen, you should have saw that was a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Someday we'll make this screen bigger so we can all read it. Someday. Oh no! One time I seen it bigger. I know it was when uh, somebody else was producing. Um, in <laughs> Milwaukee, catching strays. here's how ridiculous the NBA is this year. The Charlotte Hornets, <coughs> the lowly Charlotte Hornets, beat the Milwaukee Bucks on the road 138-109 with Giannis in the lineup, with Drew Holiday in the lineup, with most of their regulars, except Chris Middleton. Giannis had nine points in this game. Yo, what? I think it was his first game since like 2020 where he scored in single digits. Sorry that we just like brushed over it. We gotta go back real quick. In that Suns game, did something happen to Chris Paul? He only played 12 game minutes in the game. I don't know what happened. 12 minutes in the game, they had players like Dwayne Washington playing. That's a real player. I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> He's a real guy. Jock Lendale. I know played. Jock Landell. He yeah, sucks. Jock Landell. So like, he Jock Landell's. He's a guy that. The entire Suns media base just got all excited about, like, early in the season. It just turns out he's not good. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just saying, this is a 500 team. Devin Booker's hurt. Chris Paul, something had to happen if he only played 12 minutes in the game. It wasn't, you know, he didn't foul out. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm hurt. not sure what happened. So things are looking horrible over there. Yo, you remember, you know, the, you I remember just, the off season, like, when their, their vibes were so Deep into the mud. Oh, just yeah. Into the, just absolutely in the gutter. And then they started off and they're like, What is everybody? What are you guys are placing all this? Turns out it matters, man. Matt, the I just got this gods. crazy thought. What if the Suns kept just going down the drain? Their season just got worse and worse and they put like a Mikhail Bridges on the market. Dude. The cra- Yo, here's the crazy thing about the Suns that is, that, would be is that they are still under enticing. control of Robert Sarver. The the sale has not actually happened, yeah. so they are not able to make trades without his approval, and he has no incentive to approve any trade. They still have Jay Crowder right. who has refused to report. <laughs> Jay Crowder just still typing in all caps on Twitter. <laughs> that's all he's done this season. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's man. insane. Sorry to cut you off. No, back to that uh, thank Bucks you. game. Thank you. Bucks got beat to sleep for <laughs> sure. One thirty-eight, one oh nine by Hor- Dude, the Hornets. What happened? Uh, this is just the like NBA. They just man. got blitzed completely. Like from, it's nothing but negatives over there. There's so many damn negatives. Terry Rozier had thirty-nine points in the game. Scary. T- Fifteen Terry of twenty-nine. Hours. Mason Plumley had 17, 15, and 6. Ooh. 17? So that, what is that? That's eight backwards dunks? Yeah, <laughs> eight of them. Eight, he went eight and nine, so I'm assuming. Eight reverse dunks and, and then, what, like 10 trips to the free throw line? So he made no, one? It, it was eight reverse dunks and then a ninth one-handed, <laughs> left-handed jumper from the foul line that missed. <laughs> yeah, the Clippers lose to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Again, the Clippers Exhausted. Oh, so tired. They were. They so, put out so much effort so last night. Tired. We can probably excuse this Second loss for night them. Of a back to back for those guys, where yeah. they were in a very hard fought battle with, with yeah. the Nuggets. Yeah. They lose. They expended so much energy. Clippers. Just this was a scheduled loss for them. Man, they actually got dominated. Rudy Gobert had twenty five uh, points, 
25 points is wild for Rudy Gobert. 21 rebounds, seven of them offensively. Also had two blocks. I know you were asking for him to uh, like his blocks. I <laughs> was. got his blocks in this one. Thank you. Um, I do think that uh, Anthony Edwards did go down in this game. He was injured, so he did not finish the game. Uh-oh. So that's why it became the Rudy Gobert show, which is something to watch over there because, I mean, they're already playing without their, their best player in Cat. Now their, their, their leading scorer goes out. Like I think that's something to just uh, watch. Um, Clippers just never got anything going um, for them. Just a lot of misses. Just randomly, Reggie Jackson was one of nine, man. One of nine. It's because he had to deal with the altitude last night, which sucks for him, except for, again, he was raised here. <laughs> Giannis's full line, the chat was asking, nine points, four rebounds. Dude, he, was, he only played 22 minutes, which I guess means that there was garbage time. He didn't play his last stint. Yeah, he was <laughs> this, only two for this seven. This was a redux of Nuggets Clippers. <laughs> Unreal, man. Yep, Detroit Pistons lose to the San Antonio Spurs. 121 the battle to 109. Of the battle of the bottom. Bottom feeders going at it in this game. Um, Trey Jones. Wow. Trey Jones was the leading scorer in this one. He had 25 points um, for the Spurs. Damn. They're like trying to lose games and they're still winning. That just goes to show you like how bad things are uh, with the Pistons. Also, the Pistons, uh, they like since they were in that battle, they're doing the thing where like some guys are playing some games and some guys are not playing, right? Like I think that was like what they came down to, or or did that already happen? It was like know. them in Orlando, right? Like that. Oh they had right, to figure right, out right. How many? Right, right, guys right. Were gonna yeah, right. Oh, the, that the already fight. happened. Yeah, they yeah. Had really that's seven. that's old oh, news. That's, that's yeah. old news. That's old yeah, news. Yeah, I just I love the idea. <laughs> um, the Thunder, the Thunder beat the Washington Wizards, one twenty-seven to one. My Thunder. That Thunder team My is Thunder. Good, they had a couple like couple uh, bangers in a row. Thunder. SGA had 30 points in this game. Dude. You know who's been playing really well over there? Who's that? The Thunder? Jalen Williams. Oh, don't tell me that. Jalen Williams, he's put he together like My four guy, good man. games in a row. Also, you know his little brother's going to Colorado, right? Boulder. I have heard. He's going to Boulder. I have heard. So I just feel like uh, we could root for uh, Jalen. Jalen Williams liked how much we liked him on the draft show that he was like, hey, man, Colorado seems like a cool place to <laughs> we go. Did. We all really like Jalen Williams. Yeah. Yeah, in this game, Will Barton, had a he got to play 14 points in this game. I just go and look at our guys yeah. um, to see how they, they look in these games. Monte Morris, 4 of 8, uh, 10 points, 3 assists. Still in the starting lineup. I think it's good that he's still getting his minutes and things like that. But I haven't seen like a Dude. a big Monte type of game. Big Monte. Dude, there are two there are two games here that are the, that are the, the, of interest to me the most. Dude, the goddamn Nets keep winning. They beat the Pelicans tonight. They've lost one. They, they're like they've lost one in their last twelve. I think. Who's this? The Nets. Oh, the Nets. Yeah, they they're beat on the fire. Pelicans. Uh, the the, the Zion Nets. Oh my God, it, I can't believe it's gonna be Nuggets Nets. Oh my God, Nuggets Nets, man. It's gonna that be. That's like a fight for um, like basketball culture. It is. It's the. It's the right way versus the wrong way. Yes, it's it's the <laughs> good versus evil. The abomination <laughs> versus the homegrown heroes. Yes, <laughs> and I feel like whoever would win that series would determine the next like 10 years of how people build yes, teams. Yes, exactly. The, <laughs> there the balance so of the, much the, on the line. is in the balance. Here. Yes. It's so true. And then the other one Hopefully that is... Hopefully Kyrie Irving doesn't throw a ball into the stands. In that, in that game, CJ McCollum had 28 <coughs> points, 
uh, to lead the way with the Pelicans. Najee Marshall had 20, uh, 21, 23 points in that game. I don't know. That just stands out to me. Kevin Durant had 33 points and 10 rebounds. He's back to just playing basketball. That's what I, I that's been the difference for me. They're just hooping over there. I know. He stopped um, tweeting. He started Brooklyn. hooping. Yeah, back to hooping. And then, okay, the other, the other game that's of most interest to me is the Philadelphia 76ers lost to the Chicago Bulls, who can only beat top competition. The Chicago <laughs> Bulls lose to every team that's worse than they are, and then they beat every elite team in the East handedly by double digits. It's like the most curious thing. The Chicago Bulls are the most curious team in the NBA. Zach Levine had I don't know. They're not that points. curious to me. I just don't think they're very good. Zach Levine but had how they beat points? all the good teams, man? Uh, 14 of 19 uh, from the field, so super efficient. Uh, Big Vooch had 19 points, 18 rebounds, I guess 10 was, assists. I guess there was no Embiid. Like, that he had makes a triple-double. So both both Nicolas had a triple-double. Oh, it's a Nicolas. I, oh, I'm Orthodox Christmas on Eve, Orthodox dude. Christmas. Every wow. Nikola is showing out on Orthodox Christmas Eve. Yeah, can we get a um, just a compilation of all the stat lines from all the Balkan players tonight? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's just like a an absolute uh, just banger after banger, just bangers. Except for Goran Dragic, who had uh, five points. <laughs> We're in the Bulls. Man, the Blazers lost tonight. Blazers, we were all excited about the Blazers. The like, Blazers were excited about the Blazers. Yeah. We were not excited. Uh, let me about amend the that. Not we. Uh, Portland was excited about the Blazers. And uh, now they're 500 again. Um, they lost to the Pacers tonight. Is vote okay? He's coming. So He's do coming. we need to. Do, is, is there someone in the arena we can send to check on him? Is Vic Lombardi still in the building? D Mac might be in the building. Can D Mac help us out? What is. Is happening with vote. <laughs> uh, the Knicks beat the Raptors. The Raptors are a couple more losses away from really trading everybody. I would think sixteen and twenty-three. How are they sixteen and twenty-three? The Raptors. Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, Gary Trent, OG Ananobi. Can I tell you? They what? are a huge underachiever. Can I tell you what they're doing? What? They're tanking. They have the smartest GM in the. Entire NBA. Uh, oh, okay. please don't 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 delude yourself. Don't delude yourself to think that Masai Ujiri is enough on the up and up that he would not make sure that he would be in very well situated Yo, to get. They're Victor not Wimbledon tanking on. though. They have all this talent. But I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> they're tanking. Do you have like inside info on this or something? I just know Masai Ujiri is like is very shrewd. I mean, we'll see. They're going to be one of the biggest sellers for sure at the trade deadline. So we'll see. Uh, the final game I've got for us, Lakers beat the Hawks. The Hawks, I feel like, are also going to be huge sellers. 131-14. LeBron James, fresh off an ESPN interview. I actually didn't even see anything from that interview. Yeah, it must watch... have been the worst interview of all time because like, right. none of those clips went viral. He was probably just talking about like the movies he has coming out before Oscar season. <laughs> no, really. They made Here's what we a... got up on the uh, Spring Hill Entertainment's docket for they 2023. They made such a big deal for him to be doing that, which now makes me upset that it came on the same night that he played. Um, and yeah, really, I didn't see nothing. I didn't see even a single quote or... Like them just over I saw like one quote. Happened. It was about him 
breaking the scoring record. Of course, that's what it's about. <laughs> that's oh. the only clip I saw. That's what it had to be about. So there was obviously nothing else noteworthy. Nothing I heard. Else. I heard a magical tone. We do have Brendan vote from Ball Arena. Hey, Brendan. Vote. What's up, man? What's up, fellas? How we doing? Oh, man. What a night. Just came uh, back from one of the better media sessions we've had here. Wow. In Ball Arena. Love to hear. Good energy from Malone. Good insight from Bruce Brown. Good insight from Jokic, who I wouldn't say it looked like he... I might have picked the wrong spot. I wouldn't say it looked like he wanted to be there, but he was very insightful, uh, willing to talk. And we learned a lot, so let's get into it. I know. Are you in, are you in trouble? <laughs> yeah, you keep looking over your shoulder like somebody's about to. Are you get afraid you. the rims are going to fall no, down? The uh, no, the staff is cleaning up, and uh, you'll be surprised to know they don't give a shit that I'm doing this. Oh, <laughs> I believe you. Well, I've home. seen it. I got to tell you, neither do we. <laughs> Dick, well, let's get through this. Guy. On the rim situation, Malone said, "Don't get me started. It's not good for my blood pressure." He was ultimately glad they got it done in eight minutes this time instead of 30-plus. He did find a serious note for it. He said that's twice now where the team could have lost focus during those periods and lost a big lead, uh, but they, they hung on to it, so he was glad about that. He said they won with really good defense again, which he's proud of. Uh, I thought in some ways the effort was better in the first half, but they saw better results in the second half. It's the kind of game where, yeah, Cleveland put up points without one of their best players, but when Denver was scoring at the rate they were, this is kind of what good defense looks like. Uh, pretty healthy margin of victory. It was good stuff. He talked about how good they've been at home, and he reiterated that that's been because of defense. Uh, and then he was asked about Jokic going up against Jared Allen and this number one ranked defense in Cleveland. And he said, let me be careful how I word this. Nikola doesn't see defensive player of the year, guys. It doesn't matter who is in front of him. Uh, and just waxed poetic about all the ways Jokic manages to do what he does, regardless of what the defense is trying to do, regardless of who's in front of him. He said he's like a computer. He reads stuff really quick, and he makes the right read in nine, uh, 9.9 times out of 10. I don't know if you guys saw, there was a Bones was a little disgruntled walking off the court. Yes, we went over that. We played the video. I'm curious what happened. So Malone was asked about uh, his conversation with Bones when he later walked over to him and Malone said I was just telling him he had a great game for us it was great to, to see him continue to play well uh, and just told him what he did well oh, what a lie. now what, what, what was what was Malone's tone when he said that though calm um, like was he bullshitting I, or telling the truth how do I put this I think he's lying but okay, okay. That's, that's what I was wondering. Okay. But listen, I, I'm like, as, as humorous as that is, like, all I got are the words he gave us, and that's what he gave us. There was, he, did, yeah. he did not use that, that moment to uh, make something out of, out of nothing. Sure. Potentially something. He actually liked his own defense, except for when the shot went off. Uh, he, he, you know, had some, felt some type of way about some of the rebounding Cleveland was doing, uh, but ultimately he liked that zone defense. And then on Jamal Murray... I'm just so proud of him, man. He said it's been close to 600 days since he's played a back-to-back. -back. And then addressing the media, he said, I don't know if you guys realize, but this is a big, big moment for Jamal and for our team. So clearly in Malone's eyes, this is a, a benchmark, a, a checkbox that's been yep. crossed off here in terms of Murray getting back to and Denver getting back to where they want to be here. 
as a group. So Malone was in a he was in a good mood tonight, fellas. Yeah, I agree. I mean, big benchmark, big box to check for sure. I mean, do, do you think vote that Jamal now is playing in every back to back, or is this going to be case by case basis based on you know the minutes and whatnot going forward? I think it'll be case by case, but why I think it's significant is I think that's Jamal's call. And as we know throughout this process, you know, sometimes he's been out there, he's played well, it's been sore, he hasn't wanted to kind of push it. So I think the real kind of big takeaway is Jamal said, I want to do this. So that's a big mental hurdle cleared, I think, for him uh, and yeah. for the team. Yeah, I agree. We also spoke with Bruce Brown. Did you guys get to see the outfit tonight? We, oh, we, we spoke about it at length on the pregame show. <laughs> yeah, he looked, he looked amazing. Uh, and he said he loves playing at home, uh, mostly because his shots go in here. So he's happy to do it, and he likes playing in front of the crowd. He has a funny kind of chip on his shoulder whenever he talks about the way he's guarded and his shooting. And he said, I don't know why they're not running us off the line. <laughs> Bruce, um, Bruce Brown wants to be guarded like he's freaking Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said, I don't know why they're not running us off the line. To your point, Wint, uh, Katie asked him about his thought process when they go under on a screen. And Bruce said, I'm going to shoot it. Uh, he was asked about the best shooters on the team. He said, catch and shoot, it's KCP, Vlaco, and Mike for sure. That's the group. Uh, how about Vlaco sneaking in there? And then off the dribble, he said Jamal. And then he says, AG, uh, on the defense and what's going better for them, he says, AG always preaches we need to talk. When the defense was terrible, AG was telling us that. I found that really interesting. Going back to preseason, that's the word KCP used as well when I asked him about championship habits. Communication, talking. Clearly a big point of emphasis here in this turnaround for Denver defensively. Clearly something they were not doing well to start the season. Yeah, He definitely. waxed poetic about Jokic a lot. Just said he just sees stuff before he happens. Um, and I, he said on that like ridiculous pass to Bruce that ended in a dunk, he said, I'm just glad I caught it, man. Um, yeah. On the mustache, he said, usually he just wanted to switch it up a little bit. Everybody's got a little something. Usually I just do beard and chin, uh, but I wanted the stash this time. And then Ryan Blackburn asked him about... Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you for that, Bruce. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's the big one, guys. Ryan asked him pretty candidly, Ryan Blackburn, just, how's your time in Denver been? You know, how do you feel here? And Bruce said, I love it here. I Hell love yeah. being in Denver. I love my teammates. And look, a lot of guys would say that here, but dude, we joked earlier about not believing Malone. I very much believe Bruce Brown when he said he loved it here, loves his teammates. He said it's a great locker room. And then he got specific. He said he's gotten really close with Flacco and Bones because they're neighbors in the locker room. Mm. He and Flacco have those half-court shot competitions. Yeah. And they play FIFA together. Uh, there was room for one more question, so I asked Bruce Brown if he's good at FIFA. He said, yes, I'm nice. I told him that I won 10 in a row earlier today, which is a fact. Mm. And he said, uh, eh, maybe we'll have to set something up. He started detailing his entire ultimate team to me. Uh, so, <laughs> wow. we're to play Bruce Brown in FIFA, boys. That's, that's what's up. Wow. Bro, are, are we ready to say it? Is Bruce Brown Mr. Denver? Oh, <laughs> man. My question is, does Bruce Brown love Denver and love the Nuggets enough to take a massive pay cut in Hell free yeah. agency no. next summer? Nope. Nope. I bet he loves Denver, and I bet he also loves the $21 million coming his way. Uh, wow, $21 million. Wow. I know, that was really specific. I don't wow. Know. I'm joking. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> then we spoke with Jokic, who was feeling elaborate today, fellas. Mm. 
he was asked about that Cleveland defense, and he said, I don't think about who is first or who is last or whatever. I don't look that much at the stats. I think you can see why they're the number one defense, though. And he was very complimentary of Cleveland. Where are you standing? Are you on the court He's right now? The, yeah. Are Where you is, the court? Look at I, my last thing. So he is on uh, the court. Are you in a physical danger? Uh, yeah, look, like that's the rim and stuff. Uh, <laughs> Can you go check if the rim is? Uh, yeah, give us level. Dmac just yelled at me. Yeah, like go I go yell at him. Finish. <laughs> he talked a lot at great length about what Cleveland does so well defensively, their size, their length, the way they manage to clog the passing lanes and be such a threat in rebounding. Uh, he was very complimentary of that team. Uh, on Jamal, he says, sometimes I think he is there, meaning back. He just needs time. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little less impressed with the back-to-back -back note that Malone made. Love he said, it. yes, it's, it's first back-to-back, -back, but it's also a normal game. And he actually got philosophical with us, explained he thinks it kind of helps to just view them as normal games uh, and play them accordingly. I he love that because Nikola Jokic is the only star in the NBA who like doesn't rest. Never. <laughs> I love that. At no point. Uh, he says... Uh, on defense, he thinks they're getting better. A big part of it is that they know their weakness. Every team has a weakness, and every team tries to hide their weakness. This is a normal thing. Um, he was asked about DeAndre Jordan and Zeke Naji, and he got really thoughtful. He stopped to wow. say they have probably they're probably in the worst position in the NBA. At my Even backup. If they play amazing. <laughs> yeah, that actually is what he's saying. If they play amazing, if they play bad. Um, it kind of doesn't matter because if the results aren't going our way, coach is going to call my name and number. That's um, a hilarious quote. And he says, uh, but I, I think they're doing a good job, but I think they can do even better. It's the small things. You only have 12 to 15 minutes. So just bring your best. Um, Love it. He co-signed the AG point. He said, there is more talk, to be honest, on the defensive end. And then you're going to love this, guys. Mm. He says, to be honest. Mike is playing kind of good defense. Oh, kind of good. Yeah. Kind of good. We'll take it. Then he went down the list. Then he went down the list. ACP, Aaron Gordon are amazing, obviously. But he led with Mike. What a moment. Uh, he was asked about uh, if this team has enough to win. And he said yes. Probably yes. But you never know. I think consistency is the word. When you're consistent, hopefully you can make something happen. I think that's why we've been playing well for about two months. And finally, a question to him about Zeke Naji wearing his sneakers. How did he get them? He just took it, Jokic said, and he walked away. <laughs> that's not what I was told. <laughs> yeah, Jokic was gone. Can you do that? We saw his sneakers in Serbia. Can we have just taken them? Well, you did. Just kind of. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All right, so buddy. That's it. that's it, fellas. Good Thanks, job, Thanks, man. Get home safe. Good reporting. All right. See Take it easy, bro. Bye. All right. Wow. What a report from Ball Arena. Dude, an all-timer. <laughs> an all-timer. That's all the time we got for tonight. We have gone on way too long. Oh, man. Oh, dude, Dad's been asleep for 20 minutes. <laughs> I could not believe it. It's the weekend, though. It's the weekend. What does that mean? Because I don't have to set my alarm tomorrow. That's what that means. <laughs>
Guys, thank you for tuning in. If you're still watching, man, you are a real one. The, we still have a thousand people watching. We have a real ones. Minimum one thousand real ones. There's a thousand. Let's real never. Ones. Let's go until next game. Guys, thank you for tuning in. It's the weekend, but the Nuggets play the Lakers on Sunday, so we Ooh. will be back for then. Pre-game lounge, post-game lounge. Can't wait. Always fun when the Lakers are in town. Maybe we'll see that LeBron interview Dude, by them. Take that like on the way out, baby. Talk to you guys then. Peace.